When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex L. And I'm Libby Delena. Welcome to This Morning Walk Podcast. Good morning. Good morning. So I got up this morning and I went on a very, very brief early walk because my, I don't know, I had some sort of, I call it turbulence in my being. And when I went for this walk, I mean, literally the walk was about 15 minutes. Went out, sun was starting to come up. Here's what I was thinking about. You and I always say that this practice isn't about the number of steps. It's not counting steps. It's not about counting mileage. That the thing we are attentive to or the thing that we hold dear is our commitment to it. And this word fidelity came up for me. So it's the fidelity to this practice. And when I use that language or faithfulness, or, you know, when we think about the word fidelity, you often think about, I then often often then think about the word infidelity, right? And we often apply that word to maybe relationships or, but I just thought that was an interesting word. I'd love to, I'd love to hear what you thought about that. But this notion of having fidelity and commitment to myself and to this practice is what really showed up. And for some reason, the word fidelity was powerful with me this morning. I like that. And as you were talking, I was just thinking about, oh, that's a great word. And like, how am I saying unfaithful to myself and faithful to myself? And so as you were talking, when I hear fidelity, I often too think of infidelity. And when I hear faithful, I often think of unfaithful. And so it's like, how do we keep these really, I think, powerful words and turn them into internal reflection and processing versus external, like someone not being faithful to us. Yes, that is something that happens in friendships, in relationships, so on and so forth. But something that I'm really starting to lean into is like, how am I being faithful to myself? Like really keeping my commitment and promises to myself, especially because for so long, I didn't do that. And this is really a new-ish process for me, you know, prioritizing myself, being faithful to myself and taking care of myself by way of those things. I have not yet been on my walk, but I will go in a little. And it's just so amazing that I am like approaching 200 days and walking through everything quite literally. Yeah, it's interesting. I I like the gentle re- or shifting, reframing of that language to be not external, but internal, right? We, The word infidelity or unfaithful can often also sound like judgment, right? An external label about something. But really what you and I are talking about is holding those words to be true for ourselves, not judgments about how we do it or if we go or if we don't go. But For me, this notion of, as you say, this gentle, beautiful commitment to ourselves to do this practice every day. And I think the reason we do it every day is, I always like to say, 
really everything gets better after a walk. It just does. I don't mean in a global sense or, or even in a magnificent sense, but, you know, this turbulent belly that I had this morning when I woke up just was eased as I went. And that commitment to the practice and remembering that things do get better for me as I walk and clearer. And there's something really joyous about that commitment to myself. There's something really true. There's something, this is a funny word perhaps, but it's really delicious. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I got back this morning and I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't really feel like going for a walk this morning. I kind of want to just curl up and hug my cup of tea, my mug of tea and kind of, I don't know, stay put. And it's after 200 days or after a couple of years of walking that we know that truth to ourself is mm. is delicious. <laughs> oh, I love that. Truth to ourself is delicious. That is so true. And I love that you use that word. <laughs> it's I love that you just throw delicious out there. It's just such a warm word. And it's like, you know what? Yes, this is good for me. This tastes good. This feels good. This this is good for me. And um I appreciate that about my walks. I'm walking through spring for the first time. And that has been quite fun for me. I love seeing the flowers sprout up and the trees are blooming. And I forget the name of the trees that are around here in Maryland, but they're white and they're fluffy. They look like snowballs. And when the wind blows them, their petals kind of snow from the trees. <laughs> And it is my absolute favorite time of year, this and fall, the birth and the death of the year is how I, how I put it. And um, my oldest daughter came inside yesterday and was like, it just looks like little confetti happening outside. There's like flower petals. And I love this time of year because little wildflowers are sprouting up. And I was like, this child is my child through and through. So she mentioned like the grass looks so much greener and how she loves this time of year. And I was just thinking how she is my child, like <laughs> through and through, she is my girl. And walking through spring and seeing even my children pay attention and look at the changes around them. It really makes me feel mm, kind of emotional because so often we don't slow down enough to see. And in these moments of like blooming, it's just this really beautiful attention that we bring to what's in front of us. And that's, I've been learning. I mean, I've been learning that on my walks for a very long time now for, for many days, like look at what's in front of you, even when it's hard. And not just visually, right? But like as we're walking, are we paying attention to everything internally and externally? So, yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Oh my gosh. I love that. Look at what's in front of you. Right. It's really an invitation to do that. Before I sort of reflect on that, I have to say when you were talking about, you know, the leaves and the sort of confetti blossoms blowing in the air, it made me think it almost turns our walks into parades at that moment, right? As we walk, there's this beautiful natural parade, a personal one. Doesn't have to be anybody else in that parade, but it's really joyous. And I guess quickly back to the word um, delicious, you know, what came up for me as you were reflecting on it was it's almost as if a walk is like comfort food, right? Something that's delicious, that's nourishing, that's warm. The word comfort food showed up for me as you were sort of talking about that word, but look at what's in front of us. Oh my gosh. There's so much to be said about that, right? I think the thing we find with walking is that the pace invites us to slow things down, to in fact, literally see what's right in front of us. Think how when you drive down, a, if you're in a car and you drive down a street and you've done it regularly, and then the difference when you walk down that street, what you see that you don't when you're in the car. And so I think for me, when you say, look at what's in front of us, obviously there's a literal component. And I've always said that walking really taught me how to see, not just simply look, to actually see things, not just look at them. But I love this phrase, look at what's in front of us. And, um, you know, it, again, it is the actual physical structures and things that are there, but then it's also what resides in our body, what sort of spiritually, creatively, what else is, is resides in us that I'm not doing a very good job of articulating this. I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's not until I slow down that I can truly see what's in front of me and mm. both physically and also in my body. I guess it's an invitation to trust our guts, to see what's showing up in our lives that maybe needs attention, that maybe we haven't slowed down enough to attend to. Does that resonate with you at all? It does. It does. And what's important to me about that is kind of going back to what I was mentioning about we move so fast and slowing down is the invitation to be present. Yeah, right. But so many of us, I mean, we've all done it. We've avoided the slowdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've turned away from the slowdown. We've created busyness around the slowdown. We've felt guilt. And so when we're in that guilt, we can't fully be present with the, the ease of the day or the moment. And so it's a practice in being human. The slowdown is the practice of being human. Well, when we think about it, if we are fortunate to be able-bodied, walking is one of the things that distinguishes us as, as beings on this planet is walking, right? I think the interesting thing to your point about slowing down is I spend a lot of time up in my head thinking about things. And so when I walk, I can actually hear what I'm feeling versus simply hearing what I'm thinking. It is what walking does is it invites those feelings that I have in my body to be more resonant. I can hear them clearer versus the rest of the day. And I think that's about presence. During the rest of the day, there's so much going on. I spend a lot of time in my head. Right now I'm waving my hands around my head as if I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think that slowdown for me allows me to hear what I'm feeling, which is an unusual part of my day. Mm, I love it. What has been your greatest lesson of this week's walks, plural? I think for me, the lesson, it 
there's one word, it's perhaps patience and yeah, patience with what's coming up. I live further north than you do. So spring isn't quite here, but boy, do I have a lot of anticipation and excitement around sort of those slightly warmer days, fewer layers. I think also uh, just with what's happening in my life right now, I think I am really holding close and learning the lessons of gentle patience. How about you? I think for me, uncertainty came up a lot and giving myself permission to be uncertain and not try to figure things out or overthink my way through something or create a solution to a problem that may not have a solution and to be uncertain. I think as humans, we think in such like finite ways and we're often shamed or guilted for like not being certain or sure about something right so inviting myself to not know to be okay or not okay with the unknown and to give myself the space to look through the uncertainty of my life I think that's a blessing and the older I get the more I become okay with not having the answers. And that really deepens my connection to my thought process around being a student of life, which can be really freaking uncomfortable. <laughs> but like not judging myself for not knowing or not wanting to figure something out or not having to solve a problem and letting things just be what they are. And on my walks, I can do that. All I have to really focus on truly is my breath and how my foot touches the ground. And when my mind wanders, just like in seated meditation or in yoga practice or however, in breath work, in whatever modality that we use for inner clarity, just like on my walks, there comes thoughts in one ear and then I let them flow out the other into my heart, let it flow out the valves, you know, and just be cool with like, you know, I don't have to know today. And I can think about that thing, but I don't have to have the answer to that thing. Hey, it's Torre. Every week on my podcast, Torre Show, I interview amazing people like Andre 3000, Jada Pinkett Smith, Brisha Webb, Charles Blow, and all sorts of people about what fueled their rise to success and the ways in which being Black shows up in their work. If you want some inspiration to help achieve your dreams, listen to Torrey Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm, that's so beautifully said. You just put words to perhaps what it was that I was feeling this week. Use the word patience, but I think the way you just articulated that, I feel that really, really powerfully, right? It, uh, the thing about the walk is allow is granting ourselves the space to, as you said, you know, allow, attend to some of those thoughts that come up, the hard ones, the painful ones, the scratchy ones, take a few steps with them, you know, uh, walk with those emotions and then exhale and let them be. How did you do this before you started walking? Where was the space in your day? Maybe it wasn't ritual or a practice, but 
How was it that you attended to those moments? I'm trying to think back how I did that. And I probably did a terrible job of creating space to hold those moments, those thoughts, those that uncertainty, lack of clarity. How did you do it prior to your walking? It might have been a seated practice, but... I didn't do too well. And I the past couple of years were just really challenging for me and very busy. So I was doing a lot of teaching about this work, but I wasn't doing a lot of practicing because I was too tired after teaching about it to even think about my own personal practice. Hence why I started walking. I didn't know what was going to come of the walking, but I knew I had to do something because I wasn't in my body. I just was not present. And it was very clear that I wasn't present for myself. And so I didn't do a good job at that. Walking has really brought me back to that practice. I'm able to now talk to myself on my walks. So if I think I have something really important to say, um, and I don't have my pen and paper with me, because that would just make the longest walk in the world, stopping and writing, I do voice journaling. And I will sometimes talk to myself through the walk. And quite a few of my gratitude newsletters have been transcribed from my walks, which feels like patience and clarity and allowing myself to talk through things and to walk through things. And so, yeah, I didn't do a great job, but that's changing. That has changed. Yeah. I'm sure I didn't do a good job either. So grateful for this practice in so many ways. I love the idea of the keeping notes as you go. I do the same thing. And maybe our next episode is about the creativity that arises as we walk. I will say, I think it is I actually think walking is perhaps a secret innovation tool, (laughs) creativity, sort of magical moment. Yes, I think the power of this walk is that it grants us the space to attend to the things that maybe we pass over in a busy life, in a busy day. And I too feel very, very strongly that is really powerful about what you said is getting connected to the body getting connected to getting grounded. You and I often talk about, you know, get grounded and look up. But for me, it is very easy for me to simply fly over what it is that I'm feeling and the walking grounds me into that. So I think you are, you and I are very aligned on that. I think next time let's talk about creativity that arises during our walk, because it sounds as if as you take notes and you record your thoughts, Think how amazing that is. I I find on my walks that, wow, it's just a, it's a playground for thoughts and ideas. It can be. I think so. And this kind of goes hand in hand with the journal questions that we share on this morning walks Instagram. Um, So if you're not following there, you should be at this morning walk. There's journal questions that Libby and I both create and plop up there from time to time. I think we try to do it weekly. And so perhaps instead of journaling traditionally, maybe we we all try to do walking and talking journaling on our devices. But something else that could be really cool, and we can dive into this on the next episode, is reflecting quickly before 
you go for your walk and then really sitting with it, walking with it, talking through it on your walk. And so that could be really fun. I love that. Yeah. Hold with patience and uncertainty, all of that as you head out on your walk. And uh, my last question to you, what tea are you drinking? I am drinking a ginger cinnamon mint herbal tea. It's very good. And it's in my new humongous mug that I pre-ordered back in December from Tierra Made Ceramics. I don't know if you can hear my stirring and it's very very good and the ginger powder in here actually I made I made it with some ginger that I juiced and I dehydrated and then ground into a powder and it turned out pretty good okay so not only are we going to have journal prompts on this morning on Instagram <laughs> we're also going to have Alex's tea recipes and she and she also does uh, tea time Tuesday on her Instagram so you have to watch that it's very beautiful I'm drinking a jasmine pearl, just really clean, very, very crisp. I'm about to go for a cold plunge, so I don't like to eat too much or have tea with milk or anything in it. So a very bright jasmine pearl, and it's in this little tiny, tiny mug. Well, it's not even a mug. It's sort of like a little teacup, actually. It's very dainty. It's about three ounces. I actually don't remember where I got it. I'm I'd have to post a picture of it, but the combination of a, it almost feels like a, just a little sipping of this bright green springy tea is just, I, I don't know, it, it tastes like spring, quite honestly. There's my impatience for spring rolling. In, so that's what I'm drinking. <laughs> okay, my friend, I adore you. And um, we'll talk next time. Have a great day. This Morning Walk podcast is produced by me, Wayne Bertram, me, Alex L., and me, Libby Delena. If you enjoy the show, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. Your support is greatly appreciated. Don't forget to follow This Morning Walk on Instagram for weekly journal prompts and photos from our walks. Until next time, take care. Thanks for walking with us.